U.S. Postal Service posted a net operating loss of $1.5 billion in the first quarter of this year. That's not bad. That's, a, that's actually an improvement uh, from the $1.9 billion it lost first quarter of last year. So that's pretty good, huh? They're up $400 million. USPS has been bleeding money for years in part because of lower, lower uh, mail volumes, but also because of the huge benefit cost for its retired workers. Which do you think is a bigger deal? The lack of mail or the retired worker? I'm going to say it's 50-50. Are you? Exact split, the uh, exact <laughs> same amount for uh, the retirement plan and for the mail. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you mm. know what? Let me, let me change that. You're right. It's almost all mail. And no, the retirement mm -hmm. plan, that's a, that's a money that's maker probably, for the post office. I think office. that's probably closer <laughs> to being accurate. <laughs> we happen to have the actual numbers, though. We happen to. Mm -hmm. uh, USPS says uncontrollable it's controllable income, which is a measure of net income that ignores benefits and funding and other factors, is out of control. Actually, rose fifty-two million to three hundred thirteen million. This is this is the key one, though. USPS said that without the requirement to pre-fund retiree health benefits, so they didn't have to do all these crazy union benefits that they have. Right. The net loss would have been forty-four million, not one point five billion. So. Almost exclusively, this is a union problem. That kind of says that what you guessed was completely inaccurate. <laughs> yes, I was wrong on that huh. one. Huh, weird. I, uh, I, I apologize. <laughs> I mean, come so on. so weird. These, these, these things mean, are, it's such a strange idea, too. Like, and it it's, kind of a, it's kind of a, a thing from the past where people got these pensions and all these benefits where you get paid <clears throat> large amounts of money to not work. Now, the correct thing, I believe, would be to pay people a little bit more when they're working, mm -hmm. and then they could Let save that save. money, and then they pay for it themselves. This odd thing that you get this huge pension, and you live for 50 years after you retire and continue to collect from these organizations that you know, are barely standing because of it, is really a weird thing. Uh, and it comes from uh, a lot largely collective bargaining, where uh, you know, you're able to go in there and demand these big things, and at the time, it seems like a good idea, and... It winds up being a horrible investment. It's the fault of the companies, usually. But when you talk about places that are owned by the United States government, and like the post office, essentially appear in the Constitution, it's, it's even more uh, of an issue. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, it's, it's almost inconceivable as to, uh, and it's, it permeates so many government agencies. USPS is just one of a, a bunch where, where this is the case. And it's not just government agencies. It's almost everywhere where you have a uh, powerful union involved where they've negotiated these massive pension plans for people. And it's, it's nice if you work there for 30 years to retire and then have money to count on the rest of your life. I, you know, and we, but we've become accustomed to that. So while it might be a weird concept, or or it should be a weird concept, it really isn't to us now. We just expect it. Well, we did at one time. I think it's largely gone now. I mean, it was something. Yeah. I mean, you know, still police officers get it. There are some uh, there are some professions that still offer it. But I mean, the, the average person is not getting a pension guaranteed anymore. I mean, you know, the better thing to do is to pay somebody <clears throat> what they're worth up front. What is it doing to you as as an individual worker? It's saying to you, we don't trust you with your own retirement. What we'll do is we'll take money from you. We'll keep a bunch of money all this time and then in the end we'll let you we'll give you money and we'll leak it out to you bit by bit because we don't trust you to plan for yourself i mean it's the same thing that social security says it's actually an insult to your intelligence yeah it's to say well we we can do better than you if we just hold the money and then we'll take care of you later on because you can't take care of yourself and we all realize that you know social security gets worse returns than almost any individual investment you can put it almost anywhere 
and wind up getting a better return than Social Security. Uh, it's an embarrassment, but that's we have been, you know, that's why Social Security is so bad. It's one of those things that instead of being this plan where you have uh, people who really need it are taken in and given a little bit of a boost, like a welfare program, which we apparently, you know, we, we argue so strongly against as conservatives, especially when they get out of control. But then a lot of people will argue for things like Social Security, in which people like Bill Gates get in and they get money from the government post-retirement. It's absurd. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense at all. The, the universal program is always worse than the welfare program. But conservatives, uh, I think, uh, wrongly tend to think about that the other way around. Being, think about what they're telling you to do from a perspective of small government. You let us hold on to your money for 50 years, and then we'll leak it out to you at a predetermined rate because you can't handle your own retirement planning. I mean, it's the most, why the hell is the government involved in that? If you have a person who works at a job and, and has bad health throughout their lives and can't save and can't put money away and gets to the end of their lives and have no money, it's more sensible to just take care of that person through a welfare program than it is to just give everyone welfare. Everyone gets money. Everyone gets uh, money. And by the way, a lot more than you put into it in almost every circumstance. Uh, it's, just, it's just a wrong-headed policy. And, 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 and it's the third rail of politics, so no one ever does anything about it. But, I mean, it really is. Uh, it's, it's horrifically destructive to a country that is supposed to be a country th- to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. 